of audio, hmm, that would be the way to go. All right, so out here in Tacoma, and this is uh, on the Seattle Times, a black newspaper delivery driver is detained after Pierce County Sheriff claims and then recants a threat to life. Well, seems like something that could be interesting. So in Tacoma, uh, Pierce County Sheriff Ed Troyer, a familiar name to me, uh, sparked a massive uh, police response in late January after confronting a black man driving near his home, telling a 911 dispatcher, the man threatened to kill me, an allegation he retracted upon questioning by Tacoma police. Uh, the man was a newspaper carrier on his regular route. The 24-year-old carrier, Cedric um, Altemeyer, said the early morning encounter on January 27th left him afraid for his life and angry at Troyer, who was driving an unmarked personal SUV and did not identify himself as law enforcement. Troyer, who is white, said he did not racially profile Altaheimer, whom is black-colored. He said he began following the carrier because he saw a driver he believed was behaving suspiciously in his neighborhood in Tacoma's West End. There's nothing to do with him being black, quote-unquote from Troyer. The newly elected sheriff expresses surprise the Tacoma police had written an incident report about the encounter. Nothing um, Altaheimer, uh, noting that Altaheimer was not arrested, quote, I thought they solved it that night, end quote. Troyer's call to a 911 dispatcher, which came in shortly after 2 in the a.m. on a Wednesday, spurred an urgent countrywide alert that sent more than 40 overseers from multiple agencies rushing toward the scene, public records show. Most were called off after Tacoma police arrived. Shibiflibidoo. Uh, Troyer is a 35-year-old veteran of the Pierce County Sheriff's Department. Uh, the uh, the first police that I saw uh, beating the shit out of a white dude. And that was the uh, Pierce County Sheriff's. I saw them myself when I was a resident out there in Spanaway and, of, of course, Parkland and Tacoma. I'm a Pierce County guy. And it was in the uh, drive through at a jack-in-the-box right off a of military road off of pacific avenue folks might know that um that area the uh, laundromats out there there's that mcdonald's and the um the pizza huts right there yeah military road pacific avenue uh as you're leaving parkland heading into spanaway uh spanaway park is actually uh right there where the uh i think the golf course might still be there i haven't been there since 2004 but yeah, in the uh, Jack in the Box uh, drive-through, yeah, I saw the Pierce County Sheriff's fucking fucking this white cat up. And then the cold shit is, I go to school the next morning. This was my senior year after I uh, aged out of foster care and re-enrolled myself. And I saw that white dude in my class, and I was like, "Cut! What the fuck? What the fuck happened to you?" He's like, "Police." I was like, "Jack in the crack?" It's like, yeah, <laughs> like I think I saw that shit. Uh, yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, his name was Anthony. Police fucked him up. Uh, continuing <clears throat> with uh, Troyer from the Pierce County Sheriff's Department. 
Uh, his statements about what happened that night contained some inconsistencies at times, uh, contradicting his record, his recorded call to an emergency dispatcher and diverging sharply on key points from what Altaheimer says happened. So early on January 27th, Altaheimer was working his regular delivery route in his uh, Geo Prism in Tacoma's West End uh, when he when he said he noticed a big white SUV following him. Said, uh, quote, I'm throwing papers out of the window, left and right. Both windows are down and I see this SUV hit the block. Um, end quote. And he said he didn't know it was the uh, the county sheriff behind the wheel of the unmarked Chevy Tahoe. The two passed each other, and the SUV then turned around to follow him. Ooh. Excuse me. He said the SUV uh, tracked him as he stopped at houses, as he does six nights a week, delivering newspapers, including the News Tribune, the Wall Street Journal, and the Seattle Times. The uh, Pierce County Sheriff confronts the black newspaper delivery driver. And so he got followed, harassed by them. Over 40 more pigs were sent to the scene. And uh, we get back to a quote from Altaheimer, the uh, black victim. Uh, quote, I continue what I'm doing because, you know, I'm working. I'm not doing any harm to the neighborhood. I work here every night. End quote. Also, before adding that he has been followed on his route before. You know, that that Geo Prism with that colored man. <laughs> All right. Um, irritated that the SUV kept tracking him, Altaheimer placed a newspaper in a plastic cylinder at a home, he said. Then he walked over to the SUV to ask why he was being followed. He said he thought Troyer looked familiar but did not recognize him as the county's top law enforcement officer. Uh, so I asked him, who are you? And uh, Troyer did not identify himself, but asked what he was doing in the neighborhood and, quote, called me all types of names, a porch pirate uh, being one of them, end quote. Uh, Altaheimer said um, he asked whether he was being targeted as a black man driving an older car. He said he did not disclose he was a newspaper carrier because he said he felt it was not the stranger's business to know. He says Troyer responded that he is not racist and said that his wife is black. Whoo! So there is a uh, there you go. Always, always with the I always look at black people in interracial relationships like, you know, that at some point you're probably someone's get out of racism free card. That's your job in this. Uh, it happens every fucking time. Uh, <clears throat> uh, quote, I said, if you have a problem and you feel like you're in danger, then you should just call the police unit and bring him out here. So then he makes a comment. He says, oh, I got four cars on the way, end quote. And he said, I'm like, congratulations, quoting again. Uh, not once did Troyer identify himself as, law, as a law enforcement officer. Altaheimer said the Tacoma Independent Report said Altaheimer, quote, knew whom Troyer was, 
Uh, but Altaheimer said he only recognized Troyer's name after a Tacoma pig um, told him uh, the county sheriff was driving the SUV. Now, uh, another quote, he said, um, that's the crazy thing. I'm from the town. I know that's how he said it. That's the crazy thing. I never I, I never did threaten him. I was just asking questions like, are you a cop? <laughs> I know that's how his Tacoma ass said it. <clears throat> In an interview, Troyer um, denied having any such conversation with Altaheimer. White people always be recording. If you can, like preferably shirts with a breast pocket, smart device on, blam, record, smart device in breast pocket, always be recording. <clears throat> uh, in an interview, uh, Troyer denied having any such conversation with Altaheimer. Quote, I didn't even know he was uh, black until uh, he was out of the car and the cops came. I never talked to him. I never talked to the guy. End quote. <laughs> Lion ass. Uh, <clears throat> quote from Troyer saying, I couldn't even tell you that he looked. Uh, oh, God. He continues saying, I couldn't even tell you that he looked all that black. I need audio of this. That sounds like an amazing quote that I, I need that audio. Um, he also denied saying his wife is black. She is Pacific Islander, he added, that in his neighborhood, quote, I am the only white man within five houses, and I have a black grandson that lives with me. <laughs> End quote. Fucking Christ. Ugh. Y'all make the separatists look real logical, niggas. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the final confrontation occurred, Altaheimer said, after he returned to his car and, and drove off only to be followed by Troyer again. At that point, he said he wheeled his car around, leaving the two men facing each other at North 27th Street and Deidre Circle. Altaheimer said, Ooh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Altaheimer said uh, he and Troyer uh, flashed their lights at each other. At that point, Altaheimer snapped photos of Troyer's SUV vehicular. Uh, vehicle uh, photos of which are embedded in the article. I'll uh, snag them joints up for winesellermedia.com. Uh, amid the standoff, uh, Troyer called 911 dispatchers saying Altaheimer was, quote, making threats to kill him, end quote. Uh, according to an incident reported by the uh, Tacoma police officer, Chad Lawless. What a great name for a pig. Chad lawless straight up l-a-w-l-e-s-s it's perfect uh, <clears throat> uh audio of troyer's call released to the seattle times after a public records request reveals him asking for help with uh sometimes conflicting statements uh quote hey it's troyer i'm at the 27th and deidre in tacoma in uh north end about two blocks from my house and I caught someone in my driveway who just threatened to kill me, and I blocked him in. He's here right now. End quote. Uh, later in the 911 call, Troyer said the other driver had blocked him in. He described Altaheimer's 1995 Geo Prism as, quote, beat up and homeless looking. End quote. He also said on the call that the car had uh, gone up his driveway, but later said there was no room in his driveway. 
sure, whatever. Um, on the call, Troyer said, quote, I'm going to be polite to him, but he says I'm racist and wants to kill me. End quote. Troyer's call for help was dispatched um, at the highest priority and was broadcast to all law enforcement agencies in the South Sound. That's uh, South Puget Sound, a uh, body of water. Uh, according to the uh, incident report, in all 42 units from multiple agencies, including sheriff's deputies and state troopers, initially responded according to a dispatcher's recorded conversation about the call with an overseer later that day. Uh, quote from Troyer, I-, I didn't expect that big of a response. <laughs> End quote. The dispatcher told the officer that Troyer previously had prompted a, uh, quote, officer needs help call. Uh, There's only one type of call that warrants a higher emergency response. And that um, for uh, Lahar, a catastrophic uh, mudslide that could be triggered if Mount Rainier erupted, uh, which is really um, Mount Tahoma. All right, the indigenous folks that were here before the Europeans, they called it Tahoma. And um, that's where you get the name for the high school, Mount Tahoma High School. All right, so I mean, yeah, the Europeans, we all learned to call it Mount Rainier over the centuries, but it is uh, Tahoma. You can imagine where the town got the name. <clears throat> Continuing. Uh, the dispatcher told the overseer that Troyer uh, previously prompted, yes, officer and help. Uh, when the police arrived um, in the neighborhood, they found Altheimer seated in his car in the middle of the street facing Troyer, who was in his Tahoe about 50 feet away, according to the police report. Altheimer said he was upset and shouted at officers, quote, I am a black man in a white neighborhood and, uh, and commented on the number of officers who had arrived at the scene. Um, in an interview, Altheimer had said uh, he was both angry and frightened by the sudden rush of police cars from multiple directions and was careful to keep his hands in sight. One of the overseers had drawn a gun, he said. They definitely scared me. I was, I was really shocked. I'm yelling, what are you guys here for? What, what am I doing? Uh, <clears throat> you guys are trying to arrest a paper carrier. Um, He continues saying, these police officers just wasted a gallon of gas speeding over here for what? I'm giving the people, niggas be thinking in populist terms like a mother, just wasted a whole gallon of gas? The fuck? (laughs) Niggas be thinking in populist terms immediately. Um, Continuing, right? So wasted a gallon of gas speeding over here for what? I'm giving the people the news and I'm going home. I've got five kids. Stay with the populism, sir. Um, Continuing, at the officer's command, Altaheimer got out of his car and was frisked for weapons. He explained he was a newspaper carrier and said he gave the police permission to search his car. The back seat of the car was filled with newspapers, the police report noted. Troyer told Lawless, uh, yes, Troyer told Lawless, the Tacoma police officer, he'd been at home asleep when he heard something outside and saw someone driving in and out of driveways in that area, according to the um, incident report, which like by now, 
Yeah, the fucking um, the newspaper companies should be providing drivers with car toppers, like um, like a pizza joint does, like a Domino's pizza pie car topper, and it should be lit. <clears throat> Continuing, scoop bop flippity doo. Coming out, drivers of the area, according to the incident report, he got in his car and attempted to make contact. When Lawless asked Troyer whether he'd been threatened as his call to dispatchers repeatedly had claimed the sheriff advised that Altaheimer never threatened him and said he had seen no weapons still Troyer said um, uh, he was sure that Altaheimer wanted to fight cause you know Negroes in 1995 geo prisms full of fucking news which you can see that shit like, I think some people may have forgot what the fuck cars used to look like. <laughs> a geo prism full of newspapers basically looks like a newspaper driving around. But yeah, that's it. Negroes and geo prisms. They're they're just looking for a fight at 2 a.m. Totally sober. <laughs> like niggas, not a white man in Florida. Cut the schnit. Uh continuing. In an interview, uh Troyer said Altaheimer was uh yelling and screaming I couldn't even tell what he was saying he said after police arrived quote I was wanting to ramp it down I wasn't about to get him in trouble or make a bigger deal out of it oh the benevolent pig oh this is like Zuckerman's famous pig I'd say oh he is some pig uh after conferring with uh, with Troyer and um, Tacoma, uh, uh, said a Tacoma police sergeant, uh, Lawless released Altaheimer. Quote, all he had to do um, is calmly say, hey, I am delivering newspapers, Troyer said. Lion ass pigs. Right? And I'm from Washington State. Like, the Pierce County Sheriff are the first pigs I ever fucking personally encountered when they kicked my ass when I was 11 years old. And then um, the Tacoma Police Department right after that, from when I was 12 years old, uh, moving on forward, I had very little contact with the Pierce County Sheriff. Very few folks have contact with the Pierce County Sheriff, like, because they just, they don't patrol like that. They mostly just, they mostly just kick it and wait to get called to come fuck someone up. Uh, Continuing. Altaheimer said he told his family members about the run-in and had wanted to file a complaint of some kind, but was not sure about how to go about it. His mother, um, Renita Williams, uh, who also delivers newspapers, confirmed her son had been upset and immediately told her about the incident. Quote, I felt he was being harassed for all those cops to come up. End quote. Neither Altaheimer nor Williams sought out media retention, but they were willing to share their story after being contacted by the Seattle Times last week. While Troyer does not get a newspaper delivered to his home, some of his neighbors do. So the next two nights after the incident, Altaheimer said he jokingly tossed a copy of the News Tribune on the sheriff's driveway. Quote, he didn't subscribe, but I wanted him to. I said, hey, come join my business so you know I'm a trustworthy man of your neighborhood, Altaheimer said. Ha! Fucking Northwest niggas do it better. (laughs) 
uh, Phoenix Leaders just walking in like, what in the holy hell are you covering? Uh, that was the tail end of a story of uh, Troyer, a name I'm not unfamiliar with, of the Pierce County Sheriff's. And um, Troyer tried to get a black man murdered for delivering newspapers. Um, the over 40 units that arrived that he got called because he called in a fake death threat against himself. Um, the black man at the end that delivered the newspapers, Troyer wasn't subscribed, but he went ahead and tossed him a free Tribune on his next delivery route. <laughs> WineCellarMedia.com Yes, queen, go off, girl boss, pussy hat play. <laughs> My proctologist is never going to believe I didn't do this to myself. My proctologist is never going to believe I didn't do this to myself. I need to see what's popping the crack and what's not finna happen. Now that your party gets back and hardly an action will ever be taken. And probably that's when you'll have to head fake left and step to be straight, but you'll never be great. So the second we shake the spot, like remove her from the rest of your base, you're best to speak in good faith. Because we're out of patience for the presence of snakes. That's the sound of me resting my case. I'm a wine cellar dweller for the rest of my days. And I'll talk to Boogaloo boys, we catching the fade. So before you get it poppin', baby, check your brigade. Put it on their mind to death. It's just a second away You could try to navigate it But the left is a maze Being connected is cool But we set in our ways So I'm book clubber with Maddie Stump Sometimes it have me stumped But Binky Bear is checking every page I'm a microphone taggonist Pro analyst Flow savage with a dopeness That no average Old battlers or new amateurs Could do damage bruh Because I know exactly how to handle ya You ran on up and didn't think about it first I have anxiety So trying me is bringing out the worst Organizing from a distance I respect it in an instance Proximity is needed. We need to be about a turf. Um, Phoenix Leaders shared an article and um, praised the article while also pointing to the story that the article used to jump off. It was regarding um, children in court. And um, it landed me on a 2fab.com. This website is um, too fabulous to my understanding. <laughs> it's uh, T-O-O-F-A-B.com. With a six-year-old boy sent to court for picking a tulip. Which is, uh, that is some sort of activity to be involved in there. Yeah. Um, so the um, the article moves on forward. It's uh, definitely more uh, interest story than like hard-hitting journalism. Yeah. And it's even, it's even um, like posted as by the two fab staff. Mm-hmm. Which... I, again, it makes me think that this is staff that is clearly too fabulous for any other websites. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, I like that we just say that we've moved forward where like that. Oh, you know what? Probably still is a homophobic slur. Depends on who's saying it and how. Yeah. Yeah. There's a homophobe using it. Never mind. Oh, Never yeah. mind. Right. Get too deep in the echo chambers and be like, that's not a problem anymore. Yes, it is. Yes, it fucking is. I just covered a uh, violent um, homophobic hate crime again out of the motherfucking UK, mm -hmm. which, of course, I did use to point as a jumping point back to. Um, and remember, I always point to the age of these motherfuckers when I talk. This is my tangent. The age of these young, violent homophobes, like they were teenagers all the way down. I think the youngest was 11. So not even a teenager, a fucking preteen. Um like physically attacking like a straight up beat down punching kicking drawing blood from other human beings because they're gay vicious fucking attacks mm -hmm. 
And um, the one from a few years ago was a um, uh, cis white woman lesbian couple. I think they were on a train of some sort. And the group of teenagers, like they were, they like wanted them to perform like kiss for them in front of them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they were like, nah, motherfucker, you're not people in the UK talking. They're like, like, Mm -hmm. they're like, nah, son, nah, that's that's facts, B. We don't get down like that. And the fucking teenagers went and fucking attacked them like fucking animals. All right, um. But over here on uh, Two Fab, right? Uh, totally different topic. Uh, a six-year-old boy uh, who was brought to court after uh, picking a tulip is the latest example used by the advocacy groups attempting to raise minimum wa- attempting to raise the minimum age for entering the juvenile justice system in North Carolina. Right, and like you can pretty much tell exactly what that is. I don't know if the boy's black either. Probably. Yeah, um, I got this off. Uh, I think the Winston Salem Journal is where I originally found the story, yeah. and they went through the stats on it. It was like eighty percent of kids called to court under age twelve are black and mm. mostly male. Yeah, yeah, and um, and see, and I, I was just listening to um the the rapper that we covered in the the recent um the well the inaugural gangster rap episode inaugural yeah, uh, where BG Knockout was um talking about. Like in California Youth Authority, it's basically children all the way up to the age of 25. So you literally have children locked up mm-hmm. with 20 to 25-year-olds. Yep. Hell, even just 11-year-olds locked up with 14-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Or just Which people being locked up. Huh? It's honestly like a conversation, too, because the <laughs> same people who, you know, like from like a feminist perspective who believe in... Um, you know, more incarceration and more police, the, they would recognize, like, a relationship, a romantic relationship between, like, a 14-year-old girl and, like, a 25-year-old man is inappropriate, but somehow it's okay to lock a 14-year-old kid in a rape cage with a 25-year-old. Make it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, make it fucking make sense, please. And in the interview, all they said was, you just gotta survive it. Mm-hmm. That's all you got. Right, so uh, just a, a little bit from the article, which you could pretty much tell where they're going. Uh, for picking a tulip, um, an attorney, uh, Julie Boyer, uh, the, chi- uh, the, the child client of attorney Julie Boyer, uh, was on trial for injury to real property <laughs> after he stopped to pluck the flower from a yard uh, near his bus stop, according to the Herald Sun. Boyer said he uh, she gave him crowns and a coloring book during the court proceedings as he didn't have the mental capacity to understand what was happening to him, which, again, I always use language that um, that, you know, points to it being an action. It's not happening to him. It's being done to him. Now you can ask who is doing it when you say it's being done. Mm-hmm. When you say it's happening, I, I think I always say that's like rain happens fucking uh tectonic plates moving around that happens but uh right that causes an earthquake but when it's wastewater from fracking someone did that and made that earthquake Mm -hmm. that made ohio like the earthquake capital of 2013 and then a dipshit like Tariq nasheed will say that that's just a spirit of african ancestors taking out white supremacists yeah okay don't if you're a Tariq nasheed fan that's a real thing he said, and he says shit like that all the time, 
and you ignore when he says weird shit like that because of all the conservative shit that he couches it with that you agree with. You ignore when he gets weird. You know, like I'm pretty sure that there are people in the wine cellar audience that don't want everyone that we disagree with, you know, to get the ruling. Yeah. But they might just be like, well, well, let that don't worry about him saying that. He does some really funny stuff on Florida, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Boyer and others argue against the state's uh, juvenile justice law, which holds the lowest minimum age in the world to enter the juvenile courts at six. 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 Land of the free. Good thing we have freedom and liberty and democracy. Like, thank God this isn't a socialist shithole. Like, becoming a six-year-old, I think I'm... At that point, I'm still only getting less mature. Not even growing up at that point. You just kind of really hit your stride as a kid. I think, what, six? That's like first grade. Yeah, so it's like, you're really coming into kidhood. Like, what, I got a cubby that I can just, like, leave old chips in for the entire school year and be funky? I'm going to do that now. That's my new life now. I'm bigger than a kindergartner. Like, basically, I am fucking garbage that can read. <laughs> it's a six-year-old. Oh, not garbage. Yeah, not garbage. <laughs> but I... Six-year-olds. Fucking babies. Jesus. Yeah. Just energy. Like, they're probably still not articulating many things. Mm-hmm. Just, ah! <laughs> right? Noise. But, you know... Put them in, put them in court. Put them in court. Yeah, argue your case there. There you go. Go God, make it coherent for me. I would have tried. Me you would have tried as a six-year-old. I was an arrogant little shit. I'd, I'd have given a shot. <laughs> I know I got this. What's your name there? Y'all, I don't honor you. Whatever. All right, let's do this. Now, I would have fucking. They'd have threw me under oh the my jail. God. They'd have just got that. been the bail of shoot this little nigga. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> We're not having it. And you, you, well, you saw some more information. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually found the part about the statistics. And also this kid who um, got in trouble for picking a flower. The reason that he ended up in court is because his mom was working um, like, and couldn't go to like a meeting before court. So they made the court date mandatory. So basically because she has a job, her kid had to go to court. Um, Man, makes you think about 1996 and <laughs> such things that certain liberal hero presidents were doing Mm. welfare reform and there's actually you said that as you pointed out the youngest age you can be brought to court is six they're actually having a debate between like um you know like they're having like a committee that's like investigating and blah 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 then like there's the governor and then like the social justice task force and blah 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 and they're literally debating whether or not it should be 10 or 12 so like they think 10 like most people still think 10 is like okay to bring kids to court and I want to point out, um, in particular, this stat. So they say from 2015 to 2018, nearly 7,300 complaints were filed against children between the ages of 6 to 11 years. Of those complaints, 47% were against black children, 40% were against white children, and 7% against Latino children. But in general, 22% of the state's population is black and 70% is white. So 47% of complaints were against black children under age 12, and only 22% of the state's population is black. And 82% of the complaints were against boys. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if you believe in that thing where shit only gets worse if you go back in time, I think shit only gets worse if you just know more things. Yeah. Uh, fucking these all like what we call Karen videos and all that shit where people make these calls. This shit is super regular, mm-hmm. right? Like they've done that. I think I was uh, 12 when that shit was done to me. I was uh, standing at a bus stop to go back to the foster care house because like the foster care house was in Tacoma but I was from Spanaway and it's like I'd only been in Tacoma for a couple months so I still like to catch the bus out to Spanaway to go hang out with kids that I knew since 1988 you know and um and I'm staying at the bus stop and like um there's a fence I can't remember if it's like a used car dealership or a car wash but there's a chain link fence around it and there's this plastic that, like, runs through the chain links mm-hmm. to make, like, stripes, you oh, know, okay. to give it, like, an aesthetic from the road so people mm-hmm. pass by and you know there's a business here. And I was, uh, like, flicking and fiddling with the plastic at the top waiting for the bus. And a uh, white man came out and was like, I'll call the cops on you. You keep doing that damage in my property. Must have been the owner or probably the manager working there just acting like they own mm-hmm. it whatever it is and there were some black teenagers at the bus stop and they uh they 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 flexed mm. <laughs> yeah they 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 got rather loud they were a little older i didn't know them worth a fuck either they were just black teenagers that happened to be there yeah and and ultimately like he backed down he was like yeah well he's gotta stop and it's like did he actually damage anything <laughs> it's yeah so those black those black yeah. teenagers flexed for sure. Yeah. Um, and I just also just want to point this out. Um, once the children are in the system, disparities continue. The process will penalize children whose parents can't take time off during a workday or who lack transportation to go to intake meetings. About a third of cases that ended up in court were parents who were unwilling or unable to cooperate. Notice how they class those as the same things. Un- unwilling and unable? Yes. That is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever um, you can't do, you just won't do, you lazy knucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, they have a quote in here from uh, someone named Dorothy Hairston Mitchell, who's a supervising attorney for the juvenile law clinic, who notes that many of the parents don't get notified <coughs> if they're transient or homeless <laughs> and that there aren't a lot of uh, language options. So if the parents don't speak English, they don't know what's going on either. Um, so these cases start with a complaint being filed against the child during an intake. Court counselors determine whether the complaint should be dismissed or deferred. If a case goes to court and a juvenile is found guilty, dispositions can range from a referral to social services or probation to community service or commitment to a private or state facility. We're talking about six-year-old children. Commitment to a private facility for picking flowers at age six? Okay. And then I also like, uh, like, yeah, this is just a lot of like kind of like picking out little things in this article for me. The last one I wanted to point out is that they say that the juvenile justice department has an internal policy not to detain, detain children under the age of 10 anymore, because in 2015, they detained a seven year old who was 45 pounds and was put in detention because his parents couldn't make court, but they didn't have a car seat to transport him. So they literally had to let a fucking seven-year-old go because he was too small to fit in the car without a car seat. That is the size of the children we are talking. Like, I cannot, like, reiterate enough. These are fucking babies. A 45-pound seven-year-old. Babies. So, yeah. That's what the fuck is going on. Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
All right, folks. WineCellarMedia.com. I know you may have heard us on Struggle Sessions. And oh, who's that? Leslie? Yes. Leslie's always doing that shit to us. Always <laughs> with that. They're so funny. I'm te- I always tell folks, <laughs> you've got to check them out. They're so funny. Oh, no. Don't worry, folks. That's coming. WineCellarMedia.com. Yes. Here. Yo. Yo. I'm on some, like, new old school type shit, nigga. 90s kids, nigga. We the new old school. I feel it. You dig it. This ain't no motherfucking Drake or no Kanye. Southside, Northwest, it's the Bombay. I got a little more to say than the next clown. I challenge what you believe, so you gon' flex now? Get about the Mecco Chambers, it's bad for you. Just look at the bullshit from last quarter. You tried to multiply, but you got division. Now pay attention to the numbers of the opposition. The competition is not slacking, so quit memorizing lines and stop acting. Yo, this here is square one, and you back up in it. Because you couldn't reach the masses being academic. You so above that you levitating but most working class folks ain't got no fancy ass education they have oppression it's economic but you put your sword in conventional wisdom and fell up on it now who you want to blame everybody else in the sj house of mirrors all you got is self you got no fight up in you just a bunch of talk like ronda rousey the loss is your fucking fault we gave you good ideas but you sent them back i hate republicans and side-eyed democrats we want what's new and then what's newer and you got cory booker and fucking chuck schumer Folks and Lokes, looks like things may be uh, coming into play, coming out of play. I'm not really sure. I, uh, I I tend to question it myself. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. I mean, Jesus yeah. was a white man, too. But, you, you know, it's like we have he was a historical figure. I mean, that's a verifiable fact, as is Santa. I just want right. the kids watching to know that. Yes. But my point is, how do you just revise it, you know, in the middle of the legacy of the story and change Santa from white to black. Sold my shit up. Knuckles all fat and shit. Side though, it's all good. Whipped his ass so bad his stepmom's gonna feel me for the next three birthdays out this month. Look what his homeboy did to the side of your head. What you talking about, kid? This he ain't fading nothing over here though. One ass whooping, man. They still won. How you figure that, man? Look around you, man. They own this shit. They on this couch you sitting on, them shoes you got on your feet, this building, this school, this country, you. We behind enemy lines, dog. One beat down and never compare to 439 years of captivity. Never. You don't know shit. Freshman. Head feeling mellow from a bottle of Cisco. Move, 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 move,
Crisco, give me the cure. Check one, two. Don't try to come off for me. Because you do do. You're treating me the Z to the D. Like a stepchild. Let me tell you, homeboy. You're living foul. Let me seize. You know who you are. On the bandwagon, YZ. Cause you a star. This is a year when the jokers are wild. When the fact you're happy. Try to fight your style like it hip to the skin before it happens. If it gets wild, then I'll start capping. But for now, since everything's calm, relate to the matter as I drop the ball because I'm This show is brought to you by the fuck that Father Teresa does not give. In Father Teresa's wine cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, Child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. They're on this couch you sitting on. This show. Them shoes you got on your feet. It's brought to you. This building. By the fuck. The school, this country, you, that Father Teresa does not give. All right, old partnerinos there. Um, as we go into it, there's uh, something new I learned about climate change, and I know how y'all folks like education and learning new stuff, <laughs> and you think that, oh, uh, knowledge is power. I'm going to be informed and learn all kind of stuff. All right, knowledge is power. Go ahead. Let's, let's I don't start. think our audience talks like that. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Just like that. <laughs> what? All right. So uh, learn a little something about glaciers. All right. Um, you follow me. You're going to get some climate change in your life. I learned about the ozone layer when I was a child, and I saw a cartoon called Captain Planet. Yes. Which, oh, fuck, if the boomers knew about that, they'd be all about They'd be like, yes, we are the cancel culture. What is this Captain Planet, <laughs> liberal, progressive, Bernie bro bullshit? Yes. <laughs> Captain Planet, he's our hero. Wait, you know the theme song? I don't gonna know the theme song. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Gonna help us put asunder bad guys who like to loot and plunder. Wait, I'll get so you was... next time, Planet. So he was going to kill the capitalists? Well, all I heard was something about getting after people who loot and plunder. Not by himself. See, Capital Captain Planet was into organizing, so we had um, <laughs> we're yes. the Planeteers. You can be one too, cause saving our planet is the thing to do. Looting and polluting is not the way. Here's what Captain Planet has to say: The power is yours. You have watched way more Captain Planet than I have, clearly. It resonated with me. Man. I was feeling it. I think this is still when I was watching David the Gnome. That was my (laughs) shit. That was my jam. David the Gnome. Fuck yeah, I love David the Gnome. I don't know if I was uh, 
Now, I think at this point, we're heading into the mid-90s. We're getting there now. I was probably still watching David the Gnome reruns just because I liked it. God damn it. She's two years older than me. At that point in our <laughs> lives, that's pretty significant. <laughs> I, yeah, I always liked David the Gnome. Like, this kid's fucking 13 watching David the Gnome. I'm 11, and I'm like, save the planet, you fucking... That's why we call you flyover states. You know that, right? Because you're not practical. David I, the Gnome was very ego-friendly. David the Gnome uh, said that uh, you can carve your name in a tree, but only if it's already dead. You don't want to hurt a living tree. Yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see what David the Gnome and Captain Planet might teach us. <laughs> Here we are. It's no secret that glaciers around the world are melting due to rising global temperatures, but that melt is leading to even more global warming in a rather strange way. Glaciers yeah. are made of fresh water, and as they melt, they release that fresh water into oceans, rivers, and other waterways. And new research has found that this is leading to a rise of freshwater fungi, organisms that aid in the rotting of wood, leaves, and other organic material. Organic material that gives off carbon dioxide as it decays. The researchers, being led by experts at Leeds University in the UK, say this is speeding up the warming of our planet even more. The study's lead author, ecologist Sarah Fell, had this to say about the phenomenon. We found increases in the rate of organic matter decomposition in mountain rivers. It can then be expected to lead to more carbon release to the atmosphere, which she calls a, quote, unexpected form of climate feedback. And this was not an isolated phenomenon. Researchers found this increase in organic material decomposition in 57 rivers among six mountain ranges around the world. This is the first time glaciers themselves have been identified as contributing to increased plant decomposition position an important aspect of our planet's carbon cycle jesus you like learning well it's okay because elon musk is gonna save us all apparently i don't want to hear about egyptian lawn musk it's no secret that glaciers around the ah, world are i got attacked in global temperature musk, really what? Yeah, apparently Bernie Sanders like made a comment about him hoarding wealth, and he's like, I'm accumulating resources to create an interplanetary world or some goofy shit. Like, that was his response to Bernie Sanders. And I was like, shut the fuck up. You're not creating anything. I would kind of want to see Bernie respond to that. Because he doesn't really, he's not good at hiding being annoyed on his face. <laughs> right. That right. shit, he's a bad actor. It doesn't work. Yeah. I remember that one at the town hall where he convinced the Midwest right winger that billionaires should pay more in taxes. Yeah. But then like, I mean, the camera was still on him. I don't know if she could see him, but like he did like, uh, like the, it wasn't shoulder shrug. It was arms out. I was like, why do I have to explain this again? <laughs> again. Ah. <laughs> I'm almost fucking 80. I'm pretty sure if I do another run, I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack. Bernie. <laughs> All right, ma'am. Yes. Oh, okay. you want me to do something funny. Going down. I like that you like that we weren't doing show prep and planning. You're like, oh, get look at what he wants. I mean, I had other stuff too. Just not as funny as this because it's really actually hard to be funnier than this. Because we're going to do the game. Are you ready? Ah, shit. All right. I hope the homie from Pierce County's tuned in. A man from? It's Florida, right? Yes, it's yeah. Florida. Okay. Was arrested for? Ah, shit. What do you get arrested for in Florida? During coronial times. It's spring break time. Oh, yeah. Total side note. Apparently a bunch of... um. Like Florida's like cities in the south that normally get spring breakers are putting their shit on lockdown again, like to avoid spring break. Why? What happened? 
I don't Florida tried to move its curfew. Yeah, Florida first off, you're Florida. So just start with that. <laughs> That's your context. You're Florida. And you wanna put a curfew in of eight AM after daylight savings. <laughs> Who thought this one through? This is why I'm pretty sure I can run for public office. If whoever the fuck is coming up with these ideas is getting the job and keeping it, I can get out of shift work, damn it. You can too. You can be one too. Because stopping Florida, man, is the thing to do. You'll float too. Which on some level, like, I'm, I'm waiting for a right winger to be like, if you like socialism, then you like Pennywise. Progressives like clowns. Because he tries to socialize the floating, right? We all That's float down here. Yes. Doesn't say anything about earning your elevation. You do not have to earn your elevation. No, you just, you come down here and you automatically get to float. That's how the socialists get you. And the next thing you know, you're being eaten by a clown. I'm waiting for it for a conservative. I mean, isn't that kind of what Alex Jones did? When oh, he did the no. whole thing about like, and then all of a sudden you wake up tied up in a basement and some liberal in a pig mask is trying to rape you and eat your brain or whatever the fuck he said. Do you yes, remember that shit? He has. Like, so, I mean, I think they've already kind of gone there. I think I said that about uh, Tariq <laughs> Nasheed fans. Yeah, because they're, se- they're obsessed with a clown that pulls them into the gutter to exploit their fears. Yeah, I if, mean, that's accurate, if you're though. a Tariq Nasheed fan, you really do love Pennywise. That is a clown that pulls you into the gutter so he can <sighs> exploit your fears and feed off of you. That's literally what Tariq Nasheed is. But the gay agenda. And Tariq must be the I and it. <laughs> I mean, the T, the T, the and, T it. and it. Yeah. yeah. What's the I? Imhotep. Imhotep. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. No. <laughs> All, All right. right, Florida yes. man a Florida got, arrested got arrested for, for um, it involves a vending machine. It does not involve it a vending machine. Invo- it's a good guess. It does involve a food item though. Okay, I was I was in the ballpark, baby. Um, holy shit! It involves food. Okay, is this cold or cooked? Ah, uh, uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how to answer that without giving away the food item. Damn it. I'm going with sandwich. It's not a sandwich. Okay, okay. So a, a little patriarchy has been chipped away. It wasn't a, the precious sandwich that men need so much help with. No, it was but, not the sandwich. Um, I mean, but I think maybe a little less patriarchal, a lark, little less patriarchal, maybe a little more phallic. Oh, no. <laughs> You can't pretend that's a sandwich and assault an officer. What did they do? A Florida, a Florida man has been arrested for masturbating with a pickle on private property. Just the pickle? Mm-hmm. Only that? What, do you like carve it out like a fleshlight? That's not how he was using it. Oh, oh, there you go. Okay, <laughs> they was having a grand old time. What do they call that? I think uh, episodes ago I called that pushing the button. Uh, what, what the fuck is that? Pushing the, the button. Prostate. prostate. Yeah. It's like pushing the button. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, I think it was. It was like, oh god, like 2014. I said that, and I was like, oh shit, I'm archived. Mm-hmm. All right, pushing the button. Yes. So. And of course, this is on New York Daily News. And Jamie had fun writing this, clearly. Because the first sentence, no, I don't actually want an ad. I just want the article. 
is one Florida man found himself in a pickle. So Jamie tore the top off this Kennedy. That's all sorts of wordplay. It's all sorts. The hip-hop heads are going to love it. (sighs) All right. Well, actually, he was arrested for masturbating on private property, which included inserting a pickle. Eric uh, Detige? Detige? Detigue? You got it. Blam. It's all of those. It's all of those at once. Uh, Is 47, sir, you're a little too old to be behaving like this. Sure. Yeah. It's Gen X's turn. Man. Keep calling everything boomers. You know how fucking old. If millennials are 40 this year. Yeah. Gen X was like in their late teens and early 20s when we were kids. Yeah. They're old. It's them. It's their time. Remember what? We did like a whole bunch of white on white crime stories and it was just like for a week, every single story was like an 80 year old. Yeah. Or like a 70 year old. They needed that. They were the greatest generation and they had to prove it. They did something. We invented fucking on golf carts in public. Oof. Uh, So Eric, who is 47 and from Tampa, was charged Sunday with exposure of sexual organs for the unappetizing display, according to the arrest affidavit. Uh, The arresting officers at the time were responding to reports of a suspicious person. Uh, The officer ultimately found Detiege on the private premises, lying on his back with no pants or undergarments on his bottom half. All right. Identity extremist. Wait, lying on it? So on the ground outside? Yeah. It sounds like he was in someone's yard. So at least using grass. Uh, maybe. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, fucking maybe. Uh, who knows? Florida. Who knows? Florida man's versatile. Uh, so he was lying on his. He was in the private premises, lying flat on his back with no pants or undergarments, uh, and had his penis in one hand and a large uneaten pickle in the other hand, and was using it to penetrate his rectum while masturbating. We know it's uneaten. <laughs> We know that part. I like how that's the like that's the part you had commentary on. Like not the fact that the dude is in someone else's yard masturbating with a pickle. Like that's, not, that's, that's not all the... already that's all already Florida default. They they're gonna do that. So like just get the facts straight. Um yeah, so it says he was lying on his back in front of a townhouse. See, told you I don't like living in these townhomes. <laughs> told you. This isn't Florida. Standalone units. We got the kidnap the governor crew. Got Kid Rock. Yeah. I mean, we don't really have to claim Kid Rock. We don't. We're neither of us are from here. We're just here experimenting. We're studying some stuff. Experimenting. Trying to see if we can get the people to vote for a state referendum against a seven-day work week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Detiege, uh, who lives in the Flying Cloud Mobile Home Park in Tampa, has prior convictions prior convictions for theft, disorderly conduct, resisting police. Go. You go, guy. <laughs> um, and criminal mischief. <laughs> Jail records also note that he has an only God can judge me tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that. Uh, and he was arrested for misdemeanor exposure of sexual organs. He is being held in the Pinellas County Jail in lieu of a $150 bond. Pinellas County, one of those counties we mention a lot. Yeah, well. Pinellas and Broward. What? So what? So they're famous. They represent. You're mad because they pulled themselves up by their Florida straps? Um, you probably shouldn't brag about that. About being great? Are they, though? About making Florida great again? Are they, though? Yes. Was Florida ever great? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. 
like when we were non-Florida residents as kids, uh-huh. looking at Florida from a distance on Nickelodeon saying, you can win a ticket to Universal Studios. It looked outstanding. Really? Then you move there. You're like, whoa, it's wrong here. <laughs> it's so wrong here. Like with all the headlines, how could you even think that it was going to be right? I also appreciate um, the, where I found this from. They have a hyperlink to another outlet that carried it. And their headline for the same story was pickle packing perv popped on private premises. Oh, damn it. Stop <laughs> doing that. It's not, like that's the kind of alliteration that makes me think a limerick is coming my way. <laughs> Pickle packing perv popped on private premises. Yeah. Yeah. There was a pickledy packledy perv. Yeah, like <laughs> I can already hear the limerick <laughs> fucking rhythm on its way. So that's what's going on in Florida. And I respect that. And I like the last sentence of the article. <clears throat> there is no indication in court records that the pickle was seized as evidence. You have to do it, police. That's your job. You say being a cop is really hard. Are you harder than a pickle? <laughs> Dot com. Oh, no. Oh, no. At some point, we're going to have to explain that joke to the new audience members. And in the interest of making phallic jokes, right? Let me yes. uh, get this shit going here. So I was talking to Phoenix. I was like, we should make it very clear, shouldn't we? Like, and just maybe advise our fellow millennials and maybe also remind you what the fuck you are as a millennial. I'm sure many of you know it, but you do know you're the adult now. Yes. I don't mean like you're an adult. We're in that age range where we are the adults. Mm -hmm. Phoenix Kaliter, 40 this year. Me, 38. Other millennials, 39 on down. Mm -hmm. We're the adults. Like, we're the age of the people that are like... The school principal now yep. is millennial age. Like whenever we see like some newer shit on Netflix and we're looking at some of the writing, we're like, oh, the millennials are in charge of things. Mm-hmm. I know who would have wrote that shit. Yes. And also like, so think about that and your time. How much time has passed? The fact that you're an adult, you're the adult and how much less time you always have. Every day you have less days to live. Mm-hmm. How many of those days are you going to keep using to argue with someone 50 years <laughs> old and up yeah. about a cartoon skunk or a big dick potato? <laughs> are you going to keep arguing with these people? What for? Why are you still making points? You not have to say big dick potato like that, though. That's what these people seem to be. You know how cis people are. You know how cis people like their penises, especially the homophobes. I am so mad I didn't grab that uh, Ben Shapiro screenshot. Where he was complaining about Mr. Potato's head and somebody was like, but how do you know Mr. Potato Head is a man? And he said, because he said so. And I was like, oh, wait, so now you can just be whatever gender you identify as? Also, because he said, you heard this nigga? Which again, and also don't argue with millennials that are obviously grifters making money off of boomer and older Gen X talking points. Yeah. Don't argue with Ben Shapiro. Make fun of him. He is bintersectional. You need to disregard his bintersections and cross over into his lane when you feel like it. But don't argue directly with him or his dorky ass fans. No, don't do it. Just pass the policy you need passed. 
right? Millennials, we're at this manager and supervisor age. <coughs> like, whatever it is that needs to be done in the workplace and you're the person in authority to do that, handle that. Don't worry about what the fucking weirdo says. We're the bosses now. Even us poor ass niggas from our poor ass backgrounds, we may actually become homeowners. Yeah. I'm not gonna be a 38-year-old homeowner married to a 40-year-old grown-ass woman with a kid that's 13, a niece that's 20, and be arguing with a 55-year-old about a cartoon skunk in a movie that's not marketed to either of us. <laughs> yeah. We're not even gonna watch it. No, no, we're not. <laughs> no chance I'm watching Space Jam, all right? You know what the fuck I'm watching? <laughs> I'm watching Promising Young Woman, Harley Quinn, action shit, things that are rated R and for grown-ups. Yes. Y'all want rape skunks in front of kids for movies that aren't marketed to you? That's weird, and I'm not talking to you about it. Fuck that. These back... I be looking at these threads. Should be 85 comments, long-ass paragraphs. Mm -hmm. Why? First off, the skunk is already out, and the potato has already been eunuched. Fuck them. It's actually done. So let them complain. Yep. Leave your laugh react and keep scrolling. Fuck them. Sit there and talk to them about this shit. I know you're into that. You like chatting with these bastards. <laughs> what mean... keeps you there? <clears throat> Um, I think that like is well, I haven't gotten invested in the potato head conversation because that's just weird to me because the potato was always unisex. Like it was just it was and I remember even from fucking kindergarten, you'd be like, Oh, it's a girl now. I put the you know, like the like the sun hat on it. Oh, it's a boy now. I put the mustache on like that's always how it was. It's fucking weird that they're trying to make it into like I don't know. <clears throat> and then, of course, whining about cancel culture, but, like, we didn't cancel it. The company actually did it so they could make more money. <clears throat> like, we didn't cancel it. Thought y'all like capitalism. Right, exactly, right? Capitalism, d making more money by any means possible. Boomers, oh my god, is this cancel culture? Like, no, it was an intentional design, um, which I think a lot of people, I think that's also the thing, is everyone's so obsessed with calling it cancel culture, because that's just, like, what conservative-minded people say. And of course, keep in mind when we say conservatives, we don't necessarily mean electoral politics, just people who have um, conservative ideas around things like, you know, gender and sexuality. And, you know, even if they don't necessarily vote Republican, that that's their mindset. But, you know, like these people were so obsessed with being like, oh, fucking, you know, liberal millennial snowflakes and cancel culture. And it's like we didn't cancel either one of these things. A studio, a film studio made a decision not to include um, that skunk. And they just announced it and everyone got mad. And it's like, but if you think this was cancel culture, where were the petitions? Where were the, um, you know, like who was speaking out against it? Who who was going on a crusade against fucking Pepe Le Pew? Actually, you know who? Your favorite transphobe of the day, Dave Chappelle. Him. Go talk to Dave Chappelle about so that So many black people have pointed that out in comment sections, and I don't think white people understand the reference. Yeah, it was from his, uh, I, I don't remember if it was HBO or Showtime, but his special was called Killing Them Softly. Mm -hmm. Anyone after that? Um, Sesame Street. I see um, Lydia Loco tuned in right when I said a particular line. I, I, I got more lines than that one. <laughs> Something about potatoes in there. Big, big potatoes. And their, their body parts. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that like part of the, I'm not 
into the conversation, but I do want to keep pointing out that like conservatives have taken the framing and are making it into a conversation that it isn't because this is not what happened. Like, and I just really resent how easy it is for conservatives to do that because everyone automatically gets caught up in this whole like, oh, boomers versus millennials and snowflakes and feelings. And it's like, that's not about any of those things, really. Um, the fucking, the studio decided not to put Peppy in. They made an announcement and all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's canceled? That's, you know. And the same thing with the potato head. They did it so that they could make more revenue. <laughs> by, you know, reformatting how they sell potato head accessories. Like, that wasn't a fucking, there was no fucking, uh, what's that online petition? I forgot what it what it's called, but, you know, yeah. you can go online. Like, none of that should happen. And so I find myself getting in these um, discussions mostly just to point that out because I really do get resentful, like, when the framing gets twisted like that. And then, of course, just I'm also seeing a lot of the stuff with the Peppy and then, like, comparing it to, like, um, Megan and Cardi B's performance of the Grams. Like, how is... This okay, but not that. And it's like, because one of them is consensual and one of them is not. Like, how the fuck are you a fucking in your 50s and I still have to tell you about consent? Like, but then you'll like look me straight in the face and tell me rape culture isn't real. Okay. And it's like, okay. I, I, I don't know. Like, what, let me ask any 11 year old black girls around you if you called them fast in the past three weeks. Oof. With that shit. Shut the fuck up. Again, not you know what, but yes, make those arguments. Yeah. I think maybe that is important for someone. To, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, well, I think that's also the thing is going into that is like, I am coming in here to state a fact, back up that assertion, and then go. I'm not turning it into a debate. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, this is what happened. Here's the timeline. Here's, you know, the announcement from the studio. Here's the announcement from whoever the fuck makes pota- the the potato heads now like this is what happened and you know go from there but like i'm not trying to make it into a debate because that's the thing that people still seem hesitant to call out and i don't really know why is that this shit is just fucking um disingenuous as hell like they don't fucking care about the gender of a potato it's a potato it doesn't even <laughs> like it's a potato how are you gonna be fucking mad that a potato has a dress or has pants it's a potato. It's it's not fucking real, you know. And the same thing with the peppy shit. It's just it's just again just being disingenuous, but also saying you know that uh, that sort of attitude. It reminds me a little bit of like what you were talking about with like the hip hop shit, like with Scotty Reed. Where that's it's actually like, uh, we, we're go, we're going right there anyway. Oh, are we? <laughs> yes, yeah, ma'am. because that's like a thing. It seems as like older generations don't want to critique shit they had because they're like, oh no, we all came out fine, so it can't be bad. But everything that's happening to like that people younger than us are doing is somehow bad, and it's like you're doing all this to defend a skunk that's trying to rape a cat. Like it's weird. Yeah, and something <laughs> like in that um that shit like. That crowd, they always listen to Wacky Welsing, Francis Cress Welsing, mm-hmm. when they're saying, um, because, uh, you know, the boomers hate Snoop Dogg. And they're yeah. like, why are you degrading yourself, calling yourself a dog? And it's like, you realize the hook to Snoop Dogg's song, Snoop Dogg, a dog is George Clinton's atomic <laughs> dog. It's like Phoenix said, you just don't want to critique the one you had. He's literally copying that one yep. or Snoop again in 1992 on nothing but a G thing. What's the line he said? Pimping hose and clocking a grip like my name was Dolomite. Dolomite. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. He learned it from somewhere, mm -hmm. you disingenuous old fucks. Yep. And it looks like, holy, way too Did much. Did he take it? Oh. No, he didn't. There it is. I found it, and I'm going to screen share it, because um, <clears throat> Phoenix Leader had mentioned Scotty Reed and these cats that are obsessed with uh, with gangster rap, and, um, and Scotty Reed had shared this from another one of these old niggas. Now, this was a public post. Every post on this cat's page was public. Because I guess he wanted to spread the word and mm -hmm. share the knowledge, family. And uh, so this is the text of the post. The Minstrel Show. Mm. Dr. Seuss books contain cross-sectional racism. Taking shots at the Chinese and other hues. Mr. Potato Head violates the new mandate for sexual ambiguity. The new mandate. You know, uh -huh. like, because yeah. that, that's top down from the government or whatever. The trans agenda, it's taking over. Oh, yeah. We know all those transgender people and institutional power. Yeah, oh, got yeah. that. Um, fucking the mandate for sexual ambiguity. He continues saying no more Ms. or Mr. Pronouns for perpetuity. And Pepe is far too mannish for feminists. Mannish. All right, see, he and like see, and this is why I can't help but get at least somewhat involved with these conversations because like the framing is so disingenuous and so wrong, and but like I can't let it go because I know this shit does have real life consequences for people. Yeah, like you know because this is exactly the type of person mm -hmm. who you know would be like abusive to their gay child because they figured they learned it from hanging out with liberals and not because some people are actually just gay you know, or trans. Like, this is exactly the type of person who would slut shame a girl for getting raped because it's her fault for being fast. Like, yeah, like, it's, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> he continues, too mannish for feminists. And again, Dave Chappelle, very much not a feminist. In that same special where he was talking about Pepe, he said chivalry is dead because women killed it. <laughs> like, that's your guy. All right, but continuing, right? Too mannish for feminists, unable to take no for an answer, which, again, he these are his own words. Right, so men can't take no for an answer. Like, that's what you're telling me you think about um, manly <laughs> behavior, is that it's, like, inherently tied to violating consent and boundaries. And, he, and this is one of my <laughs> fellow black men. I'm going to keep it all the way greasy. Uh, and he continues saying, um, da -da -da, unable to take no for an answer and a contributor to that misogyny cancer. But black people, the women and men can be defamed and disrespected again and again. Uh, thought culture is H-A-U-T-E, hot culture. I've never what? looked that up. It sounds silly. Wait, what? Where? Thought culture is hot culture. Oh, oh. they're saying hot and tot. No, like, um, like, um. Oh, the fuck. Uh, like high class. Like fancy, bougie. Like high fashion type shit. That's what the word means. I don't know if he's actually using, if that's what he means in this context. Well, I mean, but. if you're using thought for grown-ass person that has ever engaged in consensual sex, I gotta tell you about those bougie people. Remember why that guy was getting impeached back in 1999? Remember that? Remember, remember the Bill Clinton. You remember he had a really interesting job. Not a lot of people have had this job. Like fucking literally <laughs> less than 50. Right. There's literally been more Bill Cosby victims that have come forward than people that have had this job. Damn. That's. I'm just saying words about things. A fucked up perspective, but that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
All right, but uh, he says, okay, so that's high-class culture, as uh, he continues saying, quote, as black women disproportionately populate, um, disproportionately populate rape and isn't low, low caste culture and can't locate culture. He literally is not even coherent. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what he's trying to say. Yeah, you can't even critique. And this nigga has gray in his beard. He's had plenty of time to learn how to construct a sentence. Um, he continues, locate culture, little black girls uh, falling prey to trafficking uh, petty vultures. You mean like Tariq Nasheed, who was an ex-pimp. But also keep in mind, you're complaining about girls falling victims to pedophiles. But two sentences ago, you said that man behavior is violating girls and women's consent. It's mannish. Can't take no for an answer. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like how... How come we can't be mannish and you not be victims of our mannishism? Manishevitism? I will not associate <laughs> such a wonderful <laughs> beverage with these niggas. <laughs> At all. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, maybe he misspelled couture. Uh, Becker Loco tuned in. Always yeah. good to have an educator Yeah, I, get, I thought about that, but I literally don't know if that's what he means, and it's making my head hurt trying to interpret that particular sentence. So, yeah, I thought about that, too, because I thought maybe he was trying to talk about, um, like, the fancy culture shit as, like, like, the Instagram model or Instagram girl type thing. I don't know if that's what he was referring to. Hmm. And then he continues. I'll go ahead and wrap it up because I'm actually going to screen share the image he posted mm -hmm. because part of like why you're not arguing with them is there's and I'm going to throw this on a hard binary and I'm going to use some language I don't really like. Um, mm -hmm. They're either too fucking stupid or they're disingenuous. Yeah. It's one or the other. And it's fucking stupid. They, they've gone beyond regular stupid. It's not them. <laughs> they're too fucking stupid. And you got to yeah. say it that kind of put the Fonzarelli on it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're too fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he continues toward the end here. Uh, skib a dib a doo. Uh, girls falling uh, traffic to petty vultures like Tariq Nasheed and black boys as, uh, uh, and young men get to dehumanize and criminalize themselves in rap bars ad nauseum, fueling um, casualties and cause for jailing them. Someday we'll wake the fuck up and cease being entertained by everything. It starts with us uh, respecting ourselves as African human beings. Oh, um, they will never love us as we uh seeing. And but what he put that hotep shit at the end. That's always weird. Right. But let me let me screen share this image. Yeah. So I mean. And again, with the fucking disingenuous shit, they're mad at Cardi and Megan for doing something consensually and complaining that the rape skunk isn't allowed to rape a cat. And like, that's a problem. And then again, with the potato head thing, it's a fucking potato. It doesn't have a fucking gender. And then like, and again, with the Dr. Seuss thing, there were no fucking petitions. There was no cancel. Like whoever uh, it is that owns his like estate and owns all the rights to his shit just stopped publishing like five books. You can still fucking buy green eggs and ham and fucking one fish, two fish or what the fuck ever. Like five books got canceled and that was an inside decision made by the people that own his fucking books. Again, this isn't some like, you know, stereotypical like blue headed SJW like this is offensive. It needs to be canceled. No, these are all internal business decisions. And they also using the word canceled when like it's discontinued. 
Right. Right. You cancel plans. You discontinue distribution. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now the image here, folks, this is what he has posted with his uh, with his deal, which was public. But then I shared it to two groups. Um, uh, you know how they make those tag groups? Yes. Um, one of them is called Get In Losers. We're going laugh reacting. I nice. shared it there and I shared it to another one. Um, it's breaking news. Man invents fictional scenario and gets mad about it. And I swear to fuck, I shared them to those groups right before I clocked in. When I came back for breaks to laugh at notifications, he had made the shit private. He and, made his whole timeline private. And someone uh, must be in one of those groups with you because it was in one of the tags group tag groups that I'm in. Something about like rational males are added again or something. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, it was in there too. <laughs> I didn't share it to that one. So somebody, yeah. <laughs> Right, so they got their image, and I can't help but notice for the Pepe image, remember, that's a cartoon, so it's moving images, right? They're illustrated multiple yeah. times so that you can see them moving, and so their faces are going to contort, as it were. Mm -hmm. And you know how, like, um, if you're a right-wing outlet and you're doing coverage of Debbie Wasserman Schultz, you're going to find where she's doing a speech... Mm -hmm. And pick a moment where she's saying a word that makes her face contort weird mm -hmm. so that you can use that as the still shot for your article you post right. so you can make her look less favorable. Or like if you're uh, MSNBC and you're covering a Cory Booker speech, you're going to catch a moment where he's not saying words at all and he's just smiling and waving at the crowd to make him look as favorable as possible. Mm -hmm. So from this content, this disingenuous motherfucker picked an image where uh, Pepe is attacking the cat and the cat's face just happens to be contorted to where in that still shot, it's a smile. See, which is also interesting to me because like both as someone who's been in incredibly uncomfortable situations with men like that and as well as having seen those cartoons, it's super interesting that the way that they're propagandizing like that still shot to me because it looks like she's smiling, but she's actually probably about to start screaming. Yeah. And also, like, if you look at the rest of her body, right, like, you can see her arms, they're straight, like, she's trying to push them away. Her hand, her fists are kind of starting to clench up a little bit. You can see the fingers coming in. Ah. You can, If you look at her fucking, uh, one of her feet, like... It's, you know, it's starting to scrunch up like everything about her body language is screaming uncomfortable because it kind of looks like she's smiling before she opens her mouth to scream. It's cute or funny or not so bad or it's mannish because sometimes dudes just can't take no for an answer. Holy shit, that's a terrifying thing to say. And he really said it like that. Yep. <laughs> and he, yeah, like he did. He didn't even say something else and we interpreted that way. No. He just said that. It's mannish, can't take no for an answer. And then, of course, like for the image of, um, and I, I don't even like saying their names because, frankly, I actually don't like these artists. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have to keep saying the name Cardi B so damn much <laughs> and Megan Stallion because I don't play their records. And I tried. I've tried on my own time and I went back on the air on the program and be like, this is why I think it's whack and press play and be like, this is whack, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't play their records. Um, but, uh, but they have the image of them in this sort of collage and uh, they put the word promoted under them. Everything's canceled. This is promoted, which is, I think 
it's less intellectually lazy and more just this is the capacity of their intellectual curiosity because the word promoted i see them use that a lot for anything that you don't disagree with well then you're promoting it Mm -hmm. right and it's just like promoted okay promoted actually what what was one of those award shows i don't care which one i hate award season and uh, fucking uh yeah award shows do promote that they're having a show but that's not the whole show do you really think the whole show was that performance (laughs) right Right. It's actually an award show. The performances are just a part to get more viewers mm-hmm. for more advertisement dollars. Mm-hmm. But they're saying this was promoted. This one screenshot moment where they're doing well, like some floor dance. I mean, but what does he actually mean when he says promoted? That this is like that gay agenda shit that this is. Uh, yeah. This what they're promoting is teaching black girls to sexually debase themselves and that, uh, you know, what that like this is only being allowed because the gays run hollywood and shit like that that's what the fuck he actually means it's a dog whistle you know what and i'll tell you something man and this is um again my bad it get, it gets uh it gets a lot less funny we will bring that back don't worry and checking out the chat space real quick as well uh the homie becker loco holding it down said um she may be fawning too hmm. or is it fawn f-a-u-n <laughs> And uh, uh, Lydia Loco said, uh, promoted implies a um, shadowy agenda. Like you just said, yeah, mm-hmm. where they, they're obsessed with the gay agenda family. And, um, but like when they're saying, and you said like uh, telling black girls to whatever, debase themselves, degrade themselves sexually. And it's like, all right, y'all be in the social media. You probably see some similar things in your newsfeed to, of what I see. And it might be an image of like, what was it like a... Uh, most recent one I saw, it was at Disney World or Disneyland, one of those two, mm-hmm. and it was the uh, the Snow White character, I think it was. Wh- which one is the one with the black hair and the Snow yellow White. and blue? That's Snow White, mm-hmm. and um and it looks like whoever carved the image, like they made the posterior like rather upright mm-hmm. and protruding, and um the text that some folks were putting over it as like joking around was Disney better stop playing. Uh-huh. Now, that language, uh, when I went into the foster care system, that was like a lot of contact that I had with black, with my fellow black people, and particularly black people from the South. Even though we're in this West Coast neighborhood, a lot of niggas from Florida and Georgia up there, mm-hmm. and the particular house unit, family, whatever that was, I was in heavily very florida nobody there actually from washington they're all from florida mm-hmm. very southern black and that is the kind of language they use that comes right before calling a girl fast yeah like this proceeds fast right before um you know the aunt or the mother or some church matriarch because it's typically going to be a woman the women call the girls fast yeah the men call them grown all right pay attention to the language those of you that are not black that learn it (laughs) so you can you can see what like because i strongly advise people don't share these memes and don't like come in and beef with that shit do not share that shit or promote it Mm -hmm. because that comes right because that you better stop playing that's Mm -hmm. when um like you got to think about those uh those ones where you see where they're like um if there's a uncle in the family that the daughter can't wear shorts around, he doesn't need to be in the family. 
that's the guy we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So if it's a black family, the first guy who says something about some girl in there better stop playing, fucking ostracize the living shit out of them. If not, you know, you know, do something to Dakota tribish to them. For those yes. that know how the Dakotas handled that. Yes. You know. Yeah. But, but I also, yeah, I think that that also is like a very interesting choice of words to say stop playing because it's like a warning shot. But you know something bad physically is going to happen to you next. And it's also preemptively blaming the victim. Yeah, yes. whenever you see something, something better stop playing, mm-hmm. that is some pedophilic rape culture shit in the language from within. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to say it, man. Black Southerners, yo. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like everyone else has the, the culture there. Rape culture is there. But that so much of that language is Southern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I've never heard it anywhere else. And I've been everywhere, man. Like I've been <laughs> yeah. every fucking where now. Yeah. Well, I think it's a particularly like a horrible way of victim blaming because it's like stop playing like you're doing something fun, but I'm going to give you consequences is really what it is. So like it's not just a rape threat in the sense that it's like, um, you know, rape itself, but it's also like very clear that this is something that now needs to be done to you so that you know your place. This is like a punishment. It's not even just about the rape anymore. It's about making sure you know where you belong. Yeah. So like, and that's like the trajectory, right? Better stop playing. Girl gets attacked, raped by this um, family or neighborhood or church or school-based abuser. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, um, and then from there, now the matriarch comes in and calls her fast, mm-hmm. right? And now, so this is like between 11 and 12. Now they're 13, 14. They can get like a little paper route or something like that in the neighborhood, get a little change in your pocket. Now you you have, you have you were supposed to stop playing. You didn't. Now you're fast. Now you're two years older. Now you're grown. Mm-hmm. And it's right there. And it's that shit, which is why, and I can't front, yo, and I'm not trying to beef with my fellow black people so hard, but I had a bad experience with some of y'all niggas. Yeah. Well. You know, and um, like after Trayvon Martin, I, I did not say it at the time, but I thought it. And I was like, some of y'all being disingenuous as fuck calling a 17 year old a baby. Yeah. Y'all are saying baby now. But if he was alive in this moment and sitting on the couch playing a video game, you'd be saying, boy, you grown. Why you ain't got a job? Yeah. Y'all would be saying grown real fucking fast. That is true. All right. So like I say, keep the baby energy. Remove the grown shit entirely. Yeah. Save grown for 25 when the brain actually is grown. Mm -hmm. Baby till 25. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I do, I do think that like going back to this meme with the promoted thing and what you were saying about like, you know, um, stop playing and this and that. It's like, but people will look at this because it's public, because it was on a stage, because it was at an award show and be like, this is why these girls act like that and ignore all the damage they cause with this whole, um, you know, change your clothes so that we can have an abuser at our p- family picnic. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what message is that teaching your daughters? change your clothes so we can let an abuser in yeah like that's messed up and then calling girls fast and you know especially considering so many uh younger teen moms the fathers are in their 20s and instead of being like that's a problem we should maybe talk about that it's just oh well you were you know you were playing too much you were acting too grown you were too fast and it's like (laughs) i don't think that uh two minutes of cardi b and megan like 
doing a little lesbian looking dance on stage is going to cause more harm than growing up around that mentality. Yeah, and I don't even know what the hell the dance was. I don't even watch the award shows, which again, I can't sit around arguing with you goofy niggas. Like, <laughs> y'all niggas is like, I'm because I, I still have screen share on so that folks yeah. can see the man that posted this, right? Because mm-hmm. nice, smiling man, mm-hmm. well-groomed, got on his nice clothes, makes me think Black Lives Matter, makes me want to put on a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Yeah. But it's like, no, nigga, you can't Black Lives Matter with me. Nope. You support nope. rape culture and and uh, harming little black girls like that. You can't Black Lives Matter with me. Yours doesn't matter. I I, I didn't see shit. And probably harming little black boys too. Oh fuck yeah! Like I guarantee this is one of those guys who's like, but you're grown. You should have liked it. If a boy were to be like, a girl tried to do this, and I'm I, I'm not comfortable. I guarantee this is one of those guys who'd be like, but you're you're a man. You should be into it. Well, let's look at Lil Wayne and Luke again. <laughs> Right, Luke, back in one of those uh, big, wet, sticky sex issues of the Source magazine back around the turn of 2000 from the late 90s, Luke said that his first sexual experience was his older brother hired a, um, a survival sex worker and, um, and locked him in a room with her and wouldn't let him out until he did it. That's his first experience. Basically, his brother, tan- I'm going to say tangentially raping him, Kind of, yeah, like putting him in a coercive... Abusive. Putting him in a coercive situation. Yeah. And, like, false imprisonment. What like fuck? Locked, yeah, that's Luke's actual... The guy, Luke Campbell, pop that pussy, that guy. Guess where he got it? From someone older. And when you think about what Luke Campbell is like from the late 80s, early 90s, he was a young man then. Guess what his brother was? Fucking boomer. Old-ass boomers. But then they want to turn around and be like, y'all sexualizing children. Nigga, he locked him in there with a... And I say survival sex worker because the way Luke described it, he said it was so nasty. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing it's probably someone who may have, like... I mean, crack cocaine was coming in yeah. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is also Florida, so they're probably getting shit early. Who knows what kind of drugs yeah. going on there. It's Miami. And right? God knows what she went through before she ended up being in there. And then Lil Wayne, right? Like, because I remember... Because I really like Lil Wayne, right? I always... Uh, high-pitched voice. Oh, shit. That's one of my guys. <laughs> Let's hear him. Right? So I follow Lil Wayne real tough in the 90s. Any interview clip I could see, any interview I could read... And then I remember just being disturbed because like cash money had got the um, the 30 million dollar deal with Universal and put out some new hot records. And it's time to go on tour. And Lil Wayne's grandmother was like, I'm going to need you to give me a grandbaby before you leave because Lil Wayne is the baby at the time. Mm -hmm. And so they put Lil Wayne. um, I think he was like just turning 16 and put him in a room with a 14 year old and made them give the grandmother a baby. But then y'all want to turn around and tell me the movie Cuties mm-hmm. is sexualizing. Nigga, shut every fuck up. And then I kept following as time went on. And uh, Lil Wayne is being interviewed on another tour. It's like Complex Magazine, like one of these mixtape magazines. These shits are hard to find. Little scratched up DVD under someone's car seat somewhere, right? Maybe you could find it on YouTube. And the interviewer asked Lil Wayne, it's like, you have a daughter. Like, you're a young father. They're like, yeah, I'm a daughter. Yeah, I'm a father. I got, got a little girl, man. It's cool. And they're like, you ever think about, like, bringing her on tour around the studio with you? And, like, Wayne, like, cut his eyes at the other dudes in Cash Money. Because remember, Wayne's the youngest. And he was like, no, these guys are too nasty, man. Hmm. And that moment sticks with me. They're too nasty. 
He doesn't. He didn't like that shit. Mm-hmm. You know. And then uh, as I go through, I'll do more episodes of rap explain, and no need to tangent any further into this. I can actually get this nigga off screen share. Fuck him. But I'm gonna keep following him for more of this shit to bring to you. Yeah. I always follow black conservatives and their bullshit. But fucking man, Wayne could have went in a really interesting, positive direction. But you could see in real time, as he was a teenager, the grown men around him steering him in the direction they wanted him to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, ma'am. Yes. And that was that whole, I'm not arguing <laughs> with these old niggas yes. rant. That was supposed yeah, to be I like mean, four minutes. It was supposed to be four minutes. Yeah, I guess like my biggest takeaway from the whole thing about don't argue with these people is just come in and fuck it, treat them like the disingenuous pieces of shit that they are. That is my best advice, which sounds kind of fucked up, but it's true. If you know someone is being disingenuous, if someone is honestly saying, like, I don't like these fucking Cardi and Peppy memes side by side. How come this is okay, but this isn't? Look them dead in the fucking face and say, do you honestly not understand what sexual consent is? Or are you just saying this to say shit? Fucking ask them. Yeah. Just fucking be blunt about it. Put it out there. If someone is being disingenuous and like it's their grift or they just want to lie because they want to cling to a talking point, fucking say that and go and then keep going. But I think that, you know, arguing, I don't think arguing and having these back and forth debates is helpful, but I do think it is helpful to be like, hey, look at this piece of shit lying and being disingenuous. Yeah. And call that out because I guarantee you these same guys who were like, oh, what's the problem? It was just a cartoon. These are the same guys who take pictures with their daughters uh, and their daughter's boyfriend's prom dates with shotguns. They fucking know. Don't let them tell you they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like a song I always didn't like, but I didn't have the language for it was on Snoop Dogg's overrated first album. Yes, it's very overrated. His second album is better and his last meal album is his best. But his overrated first album, Doggy Style, they got that song on there. It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. I knew I didn't like it back when I was 11. And now I can say, oh, because that is very anti-consent to this group sex. And then like a couple years later, like I hear the Ice Cube lyric from the West Side Connection album with, um, and I'm going to say these words because I'm quoting him verbatim, but I don't like saying these words. Um, uh, doing tricks jacked up like a six, one pussy and thirteen dicks. Does that even sound like a fun consensual sexual? Like what? Not really? Fucking horrific, and it ain't cool. And fucking, and this is like the 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 black side of things. I know, like w- there's a macrocosm that we're all in, mm-hmm. but like. Black, there needs to be black men that are down to talk to other black men like this. Like, y'all niggas don't scare me, right? Like, and also, like, I dare you, sick Tariq Nasheed on me to make his fucking silly ass jokes. You want to fuck around making jokes? You want to do comedy? And nigga, I rap, and I don't rap like Tariq, okay? Let's. <laughs> You're not about that mink slide life? Oh, oh. I think it's no. been had me blocked for like. Two or three years at this point. Because uh, you talked about his Mink Slide album. No, nah, because no, because he said something like, um, like the alphabets. That's how how they refer to the LGBTQ community. He said something like the alphabet agents have never um, like done anything for Black liberation movements. And I was like, here's a list, and he blocked me. <laughs> so something that I have concluded what is the that 
fuck is this? Something I've concluded is that Tariq Nasheed, more so than anything, it's similar to how Johnny Depp, he'll tell you, I'm not a successful actor, I'm a failed musician. I think Tariq Nasheed has always actually just wanted to be a late 90s hardcore rapper because he really tried it with this K-Flex thing. He even still calls himself King Flex. Yeah, he does. But see, now, and see, again, with the, dis, like, I one of those, I can't get over the disingenuous. William makes fun of me all the time. It's like a mental issue I have. I can't get past the, the disingenuous. Like, you want to talk about Cardi B or whoever is making young girls debase themselves for showing her ass? I'm looking at a woman's entire butt cheeks right now. With parental advisory right where, um, <laughs> uh, uh, her labia would be like make it make sense how is one of these harming children and the other one uh, good clean fun i guess i'm telling you right now <laughs> if Tariq nasheed dare attempts to go at me directly <laughs> like on the clown and shit i got the jokes he would never do that because he doesn't all he does is have propaganda talking points and no critical thinking in between them yeah <laughs> and but and but then also on the rap shit i'll battle this guy <laughs> wash your ass you got to wash your ass you got to wash your ass wash wash your ass you got to wash your ass you got to wash your ass i can take on the wash your ass guy it gets better though that's the hook he can damn near flow a little bit he can damn near flow a little bit, but he, no, sir. I can't don't get past come the, to me. I can't get past that this is about washing. Like I, <laughs> Yeah. Tariq Nasheed promoting black feminine hygiene since 1999 and the 2000s. Better wash that skunk out your monkey. Okay. I'm washing it out of your Space Jam cartoon. What do you think of that? You don't let you don't take men serious who say you can't get a piece of their wee wee, a piece of their wee wee. Tariq Nasheed, like I will battle the nigga who said piece of my wee wee into the ground. Like all these fucking words they have to say to slut shame women and hate trans people and hate gay people. And this is what the fuck he raps his wee wee. Squash, squash it before nigga get his groove on. Baby gotta get your dudes on. Wanna get a piece of my wee wee, but you baby gotta get your dudes on. Wanna get a piece of my wee wee, but they get a piece of my wee wee, but you know my wee wee, but you know 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 I'm gonna get Okay. So yeah, um, you Tariq Nasheed fans, I fucking dare you. Sit, sit, send your fucking boss at me. Cause again, 
I don't talk to the fans. I'll talk to your fucking boss, right? Like, since y'all niggas believe that alpha males exist, send your alpha at me, all right? Because <laughs> <laughs> if alpha males do exist and beta males do exist, and that's, like, an actual fact and not some shit that bullshit institutions allow people to fake along, I'm alpha over here. You send your alpha guy. Don't uh, don't come in my comments section as a fan of his. I don't talk. Get your fucking shine box. I don't talk to you, boy. At some point, we have to do the breakdown of the wolves and the alpha thing. Because I think that would just be an interesting episode. If I like the concept of alpha came from studying wolves, but it was like wolves in, um, you know, n unnatural conditions. <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, the idea actually is that in the wild, the alpha wolves are the ones who actually take care of the pack because it's more important to ensure survival of the group over the individual, which is dead-ass opposite of what an alpha male tends to think. <sighs> yes. <clears throat> and that is inter-andesting. I would actually, like, that's, like, that's not news, but that's some general interest shit that, yeah. like, niggas go in-depth. But, uh, yeah. but before we go in-depth, right, um... So there is some shit that I'd like to at least share these headlines on before Phoenix Kalita brings back the comedy mm -hmm. and also just the personal journal update, right? So um, I've been making posts on the Facebook and text form of just what it's like being marginalized people trying to buy a house, yeah. right? So uh, you may have seen those. I'm not going to recap the old ones, but I will just update what's going on with us as marginalized people trying to buy a house right now. And the one we just saw... Uh, where a realtor actually like took us inside. First off, the I guess like a family member of the owner was still in there. Like, oh, that's uncomfortable. Let's look at their house while they're home. They might be renters. Oh, maybe. Oh, so okay, so so we might be trying to buy a house that someone is currently renting out. I'd like for them to not be doing that. <laughs> but yeah, we checked it out. The um. The location is just the shit, mm -hmm. right? Like where we were, there was literally like black people outside having a barbecue in the front yard as we got there. Yeah. Right. There's a liquor store across the street. There's certain things that tell me that there are little black boys around here who could use a popular, popular, what the fuck am I, a, a constructive neighborhood role model. Yeah. Right? Because it's not like I'm going to be fucking like, all right, round up all the little black boys. Come along. All right, let me tell you something, son. Like, no, I just want to actually be there as a constructive presence. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, like, I'm going to be at work and I'm going to be podcasting. I'm going to be busy. Right? And there's, we're probably going to have to build a garage if we get that particular place. Yeah. And we're also learning more about um, looking for lower prices because, like, you look at it and it says we're pre-approved by the pre-approved people for 200000 So we need to look for lower than 200000 so that we can offer higher than the listed price. Mm -hmm. And then write them a fancy love letter. A love letter where we're going to lie. Yes. We're going to lie about the truth. We're going to Alex Jones it. Right? Because <laughs> the truth is we are two very marginalized people mm -hmm. from impoverished backgrounds. I did age out of the foster care system and didn't know shit about shit, but I followed all the rules, played everything safe. You know, as a cis male, right, I'm not subject to rape culture to, uh, as much mm -hmm. as um, as folks that are not cis men are. Much easier for me to not have any kids. 
right stay live within my means have mm-hmm. good enough credit you know and um and we followed all the rules we did everything right right and we would love to fucking buy this house these are not the exact words i would use if i wrote the letter but then we're gonna add in the lie right there's all the truth marginalized backgrounds worked really hard would love to buy this house we're gonna have a baby if we get this house but if we don't then we're definitely not going to be able to do that. And I'm not sure if I'm going to add on in Jesus' name or not. Uh, but fucking, yeah, we're basically going to front like we really want to have a kid and like build a new family from the ground up, even though there's already a kid here, <laughs> and build a new family from the ground up. We're going to lie and say that we want to do that, but this is the perfect house to do it in. And I shit you not, I will even put in the letter that I already decided which one will be the baby's room and how I'm going to hang up the mobile. <laughs> like I'm so ready to lie about intentions to have a baby because That's I know hilarious. how people are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Location, location, location. Uh, yes. Laura Loco put in the, uh, in the, in the comment section there, yeah, because I-, I swear to fuck, as soon as you step out around the corner, mm-hmm. you're literally looking at downtown it's from a, really a distance. Nice view. Yeah. Um, which I think is also like, um, you know, we got to hurry up and try to get a house before the shit gets gentrified. Yeah. These, they're, they, people want to gentrify it so bad. It's the same neighborhood where, uh, where racist Ned Flanders bought a house and, uh, refused to rent to us. And keep in mind, it's like, what was it, like three bedroom? It's kind of, it was the size we're looking for. Yeah. But he rented it to a white family with like eight people. It was, cause it was two families. Remember? Yeah. Because they played like sports together or something, and the coach was like, they'll be better if these two guys on the same team live together. And so, like, these two families went into the same house. Fucking weird. Yeah, like, he's literally, so, like, there's literally a just, and remember, this guy is not a corporation or anything. Mm-hmm. He's just a fucking guy. Yeah. And he's literally, he bought, he owns like three places mm-hmm. there, and he's literally trying to rent them all out to white people so that white people can live in this area that's near downtown. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do, they're going to buy up the houses that um, that black people were financially marginalized and weren't able to keep certain upkeep in, mm-hmm. certain like mold in the basement things. Yeah. And uh, white people will be able to use, the white people with class privilege, let's be specific. Yeah. They're going to be able to buy these up on conventional loans where they don't have to have like a, like certain, it doesn't have to be livable, yeah. right? It's like you can buy it as a fixer upper. And then they're just going to, because these houses are these old Victorian joints, they're going to do that bullshit where they slap up some doors and drywall, mm-hmm. call it a duplex, and then rent it out to fucking college age white people and then and then promote it as, you know, uh, eight minutes from downtown, walking distance from downtown. When it's like, nah, these, there's already people here and we want to be among people trying to buy there. Which, and tangentially, something that makes it real bad, mad at like the Jay-Z's and the black billionaires and multi-millionaires. Y'all should be in these neighborhoods buying houses and selling them back to black people yeah, cheaper. Yeah, Jay-Z owns like apartments or something so you can rent from him. Oh, fuck Jay-Z. Tupac said it best. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with that, 
Phoenix Miss Colored Ma'am. Yes. USB got the comedifying. Um, yeah, also, I swear I was looking at an article about how much harder it is to buy a house now, and now I can't find it. But yeah, that is something that we've noticed, like, with the FHA, <laughs> FHA loans. What? Oh, uh, Laura Loco uh, in the chat space said, um, get a baby cat, same name. Baby <laughs> cat, same name. We can do that. Uh, all right, so once again, it's Florida. Yeah. Um, and this is like one of those like I'm not on anybody's side, but it's still kind of like a feel good story. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like that kind of thing. That means when we say not anyone's on side, that means uh, there's a cop. <laughs> there's a cop. <laughs> but it's still kind of like a feel good story, so I dig it. So a Florida man has been arrested after he. Uh, ooh. A Florida man arrested, at, and we're not on anyone's side. Mm-hmm. He steal something? No. No, didn't steal. The, oh, trespassing. Yeah, arguably. Arguably. That's great. So this was uh, an investment property, not a privately owned. It didn't even happen in Florida. That is a really big hint given the current political climate. Didn't even happen in Florida. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they doing in Delaware? DC. DC. Okay, DC Love is tuned in. I know you want to hear this. <laughs> yes, remember that attempted capital coup? Oh, no. Yes, he was there. All but right. I have to do the story because are you ready for the full headline? Yes. <clears throat> <clears throat> a Florida man is arrested after he's identified attacking cops with a fire extinguisher during Capitol riot while wearing a Trump jacket. You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. All right, let's, wait, wait, what, what is this again? A Florida man has been arrested after attacking cops with a fire extinguisher during the Capitol riot while wearing a Trump jacket. While wearing... I think the Trump jacket part makes me forget all the words that happened before it. The best part about the Trump jacket is that it's like an American flag that just says Trump on the back. Oh, I love stupid bullshit like this. Oh, God. Okay, let me get that imagery ready. Love it. So Robert Scott Palmer, 53, from Clearwater, Florida, was allegedly caught on video. Nigga, I could see the photo. <laughs> so he was allegedly caught on video assaulting Capitol Police officers with a fire extinguisher during the January 6th riots. Palmer has been arrested uh, after being identified by online sleuths. He has been charged with assaulting, resisting, and impeding officers, engaging in civil disorder, and entering restricted buildings or grounds. Palmer was wearing an American flag jacket along with a Florida for Trump hat. <laughs> and in a video shot later that day, Palmer confirms his name and hometown on camera. Yeah, I like it. Ah. Yeah, because I'm not rooting for anybody, and this shit is, like, hilarious to me. Like, you just started swinging on cops with a fire extinguisher? What the fuck, So dude? that was fire extinguisher guy. Yeah. We kept hearing about him. Yeah. If you're going to be fire extinguisher <laughs> guy, you should realize your story is more interesting than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so Robert Scott Palmer, who is 53, he is from Clearwater, Florida. He could be seen wearing an American flag jacket with pins and a baseball cap bearing the name of President Trump. Palmer, who runs a cleaning and restoration business, was arrested Wednesday and charged with the assaulting, resisting, impeding, engaging in civil disorder. 
Palmer's identity was first revealed on March 5th, but he was only arrested last week. Hmm. Videos in a tweet allegedly show Palmer spraying and then throwing a fire extinguisher at a line of police officers. Jesus. <laughs> on the day of the Capitol riots, he gave his own name and hometown to a reporter uh, for an interview, which was later posted to YouTube. Uh, he said, I'm just going uh, I'm just going about it and letting them make the mistakes that they want and ruin the country as they want. And I'm just trying to live my life right now, was his response when asked for an interview. I'm just going to let them ruin the country as they want. And I'm just trying to live my life right now. No, nigga, you went to D.C. and tried to fuck up a cop with a fire extinguisher. That's not just trying to live your life. And we're just like, and I just want to know, I want to know what's on this nigga's house or truck. I know it's a truck. It's a truck. Is there a Blue Lives Matter flag on that shit? Oh, there's got to be. <laughs> there's got Like his, uh, whatever he was saying on a social media, like over the summer with the Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah. Like, cut the shit. Like, that's so weird. And that's all. Also, it just shows you blue lives don't actually, they don't exist. But they also don't matter, these people. Yeah. It's just well, what they want to see happen matters. Because, like, they, well, because for them, it's uh, blue lives matter just means we hate niggers. <laughs> that's really all it means. Yeah. Um, And then, so when he was asked for an interview, he said uh, he's just going to let them ruin the country and added, I'm just going to leave it like that. I'm not getting myself deeper because I didn't do anything wrong. You threw a fire extinguisher to cop despite all my feelings about cops it is still technically assault to throw a fire extinguisher at someone stop it yeah like you know that maybe he maybe he just didn't know how it worked he didn't know how the fire he did spray it at them before oh fuck i can't even yeah oh yeah can't even... like, oh yeah he tried to put it on their riot shield so they couldn't see and then he started throwing the extinguisher at them Stranger than fiction every time. Every fucking time. I literally try to make a joke about this white man, and he's like, nah, I actually did that shit. <laughs> uh, but Palmer's name was already in the hands of the FBI after they had received hundreds of thousands of tips about the Capitol attack and those who have participated. The Post explained Palmer has a criminal record. Oh. He's a lifelong thug, is he? Oh shit. He has been sentenced on charges of battery, violent fucking criminal, and felony fraud, and a fucking liar. Hmm. Uh, he was identified by an online sleuth who found out uh, who found him while giving a live stream interview. After sending in the tips to the FBI, his image was uploaded to the page of Capital Suspects, uh, <laughs> and he was a want- wanted for assault on a federal officer. Shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like. Again, I'm not on anybody's side. I'm just amused with the Trumpanzies attacking cops and all of it going down. And now they're like, oh, consequences. What? I can't believe Trumpanzies didn't take off, right? I think a lot of people were too busy trying to, like, they got caught up in that propaganda of, like, if we're just nice and talk to the Nazis, we can pull them over to our side. No, no, no. And I totally, I went to go stop the internal recording and I accidentally hit stop live stream on Facebook. Uh-oh. So let me go ahead and uh, restart that. I'm not even going to put a title to it. I totally <laughs> funked that one up. And yes, yeah. Facebook still has me restricted. So I also noticed that when I try to go live, uh, mm-hmm. the first thing they do, they immediately um, set it to um, 
lockdown mode mm -hmm. so that the post will be only visible by me. I have to I have to actually make it public myself. Okay. Which is ill how the the um how like the technology works. So they basically have Facebook communicating with Zoom to tell Zoom, no this nigga can't go live. That's fucking wild. Well I'm sure if we keep giving Facebook more and more power, nothing bad is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I just, uh, yeah, D and DC Love was like, yo, this shit just fucking stopped. And I was like, and, and I'm like, yeah, I just started a new one up there. Yeah. There we go. And I'll leave a comment letting folks know that um, that one just went away. There was a little bit more that I should take note of. I just got to let folks know that there's a new feed. Uh, new feed up. We got cut. There we go. Mm -hmm. There we go, Matey McMaterson. All right, and what was that wee bitsy boo more <clears throat> of yes. generally interesting things that I probably won't um, cover in depthifiably? Ah, dooba doop scoop bop. Uh, Palm Beach County: A baby is born with COVID nineteen antibodies after the uh, mothering individual was vaccified. Nice, right? And um, and I did cover the uh, black newspaper delivery driver. That audio and video is coming up. It's not a part of this episode. That's just more content. Um, booba doop boop bop flibbledy doo. Ah, okay. Let's take a look at this one. Ugh. Um, so a um, uh, well, I'm assuming a cis woman on the uh, on the TikTok application. Uh, they probably have like these these meetings these you know zoom or whatever mm -hmm. for the uh, for the companies and this woman's boss was saying some shit mm -hmm. now get yeah I, it's one of them issues where women tuned into the show are like go just go fucking play it we know what's coming yep all right we yeah 31 seconds let's just hear the whole shit right through huh and uh and she's he doesn't know he's being recorded which is when men are at our best hmm yeah, I, I don't know if best is the word I would use. Imagine you with your back healthy, you're wearing these cute pink shorts uh, with a cute little white silky blouse, looking all so cute. Mm. Yeah, his audio is pretty low, but they do have text above his words. Mm -hmm. uh, let me look at that. Uh, yeah, his text. Oops, excuse me. Um, so she's saying, finally able to catch my boss sexually harassing me. Uh, you're wearing those cute pink shorts. Oh, uh, with a cute little silky white blouse looking also cute. Hmm. Sexy panties on. Uh, asking to see, uh, I want to see how small they are. He's talking about her breasts for real. No. Right, and it's, it's a 31 second clip. That's the whole deal. His mm -hmm. audio is incredibly low, and uh, this is what folks did. Again, I, I faced very, very little sexual harassment in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Right, like uh, what some verbal shit from white women in the workplace as an adult, and a white girl uh, grabbing at my buttocks and general and genitals when I was a child mm -hmm. in uh, Jason Lee Middle School. 
But like this shit, like uh, that, like feminine, uh, feminine presenting, mm-hmm. uh, fem folks and cis women are dealing with. That shit is fucking every damn day, yep, all day. Yep. And I guess that's more for the like three men that tune into this show. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's kind of like one of it's kind of like um almost like police videos, like police brutality videos at this point. We're like, I don't know how many more times I need to tell you that this is a thing, <laughs> you know. But yeah, this is literally an everyday scenario and situation. And yeah, unfortunately. And he knows what he's doing. Like, come on, he knows. Yeah. And then, of course, when the recording comes out, I don't know, what, what, what's this one? Uh, diabetes? Uh, what oh, are these, what, what, um, Ambien? What, 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 what's the next one that somebody was no, on? No, no, he's using his sexy voice, so... It's going to be he didn't understand it was bad because she was leading him on and implying that she had an, an, a mutual interest. Now, let's keep in mind leading him on. Let's go back to when I was working with this cat named uh, Manuel. Everyone called him Manny. I cannot remember his last name worth a fuck. You know, and y'all know how I am. about. I love to say him if I know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was working with him in a restaurant. And, you know, restaurants have the big fucking windows. So when there's no customers, you just kind of you can stand by the window. You can see people getting in the parking lot and be like, God damn it. And uh, someone's walking across the parking lot. And that's all she's doing. Getting out of her car mm-hmm. and walking across the parking lot. You know where fucking you take your left foot, you put it in front of your right, and then you repeat the process. It's awesome. And he says... She's a freak. You could tell by how she walking. What does that even mean? So when it comes to men saying they're leading them on, that just means existing. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you exist, you're leading them on and you better stop playing and acting fast because then we all go know what you grown enough for. Oh my God. Who was that creepy fucking white man who likes teenagers? True. Uh, I mean, like, we covered him on the podcast, like, a couple times. Oh, shit. Wait, like, way back. Yeah. Wait, I can't remember. I remember the story, but that's way too far back. his name was, like, Luke or Lucas or something. But anyways, no, it made me... that does sound familiar. Think of that, because there's, like, this white guy, and he's, like, basically on this whole, like, if you don't let me date, if you don't let me fuck teenagers, you're oppressing me, because I'm just, like, attracted to teenagers, and, like, that's when women are, like in their prime or whatever and so he basically got banned from like starbucks and shit because he wouldn't stop hitting on the baristas but one of the things that he basically was saying is that because young women in a customer facing service job deserve to be hit on because they were basically being too nice to him as baristas it wasn't his fault that he didn't know they weren't into him like because they were doing their job and said things like thank you and have a good day I want to see. I want. Like, I, I, I want to see you take it serious. If a cis gay man makes the same argument, I mean, why does it even have to be gay? I mean, you should just assume if any man is being that nice to you, he's trying to fuck you, because that's yeah. how people talk when they're flirting. They, I mean, they, I mean, like nice. a cis gay man in the customer position. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, because I mean, don't don't say any homo thing, anything homophobic. That man has needs. Mm-hmm. All right, why are you leading him on? Walking out here with your, oh God, there's so little attractive about men. What do you point See, out? Uh, your beard. I don't know. 
Oh, I was gonna say, I fucking called it. What I was looking at an article about this to see if, like, what the update is on her boss. And the comments, don't say no like that if you're being serious. Didn't I fucking tell you? Don't say no. So, don't say no like that. <laughs> All right. I need you to get on a fucking megaphone in front of Earth. So that all women and girls can learn the proper no that actually works. That is the no everyone has. Is it even the word no? What word is it? See, didn't I tell Because she was kind of, and see, it's that shit. Because women, a lot of times, just because of social conditioning, and also this is her job, right? She fucking needs a job. She was kind of like, huh, that awkward, nervous laughter. I can hear it. I've been there. I I've made that sound. I know that sound. But then men will be like, "But she was laughing. She was into it, bro." Let me hear her no, audio. No, she wasn't. So I did. I did stop the audio because it was so low. Let's bring that back. You were in these cute pink shorts with a cute little okay, back with my I have it turned way up. Looking all so cute. Hmm. Sexy panties on. Okay, no, yeah, his audio is just so no. damn low. Let's see how small they are. Oh. For real. Oh. That right there. Okay, the I can hear The way she her. said no. Was that like, oh, God, this is bad. This is bad. No, no, no. And you know the cold shit? Like, and again, that's because this person is a woman. Because I'm a man and you hear me feel like, like, let something be about to fall down. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> right? I do it, but because I'm a man doing it, it still counts as no. Yep. Every single way that I say no means no. Ain't that something? Weird how that works. It's a good thing rape culture isn't real. Fucking guys. <clears throat> okay, mm -hmm. and what else did I have over here saved as we slide into 102 in the PM? Mm -hmm. Uh, in Mississippi, landlords can legally snatch all belongings from tenants during an eviction. Uh, just take a little brief look at that on the quick and the fast. Um, ooh, excuse me. So the story jumps off from a 44-year-old uh, mother of two uh, by the name of Connor, who was 16 days late on <laughs> rent. And as punishment, uh, the, uh, the land leech, Castile, intended to take everything she owned. Quote, you don't understand... Um, she recalled him uh, yelling as he uh, prevented her from packing her belongings. All of this is mine. The Mississippi Landlord Tenant Act amended in 2018 and 19 provides that as soon as a judge grants an eviction in court, the landlord may immediately assume ownership of all the tenant's belongings located on the property, even a trailer home. An eviction... Wait, so... If you don't pay rent on the lot, they can keep your trailer home that's on the lot. Mm-hmm. This Tennessee, Mississippi. Mississippi. And notice how it's called the Landlord-Tenant Act. Like, it's, you know, it doesn't sound that ominous. Right-to-work laws. It doesn't sound <laughs> ominous. And then you get to the fine print. And also, 16 fucking days late on rent. She got evicted within 16 days. Because a lot of, like, I think in Illinois, you have to be um, at least 30 days behind and have gotten a notice before you can be, like, legally evicted. Like, you at least have 30 days. But she had two weeks. That's one fucking paycheck, nigga. One fucking paycheck if you get paid on a... Man. 
Well, you know, they're uh, they're down south where they're just nice, good, old-fashioned folks. Yes. Just kind folks yes. being kind. That's Duck. like when, like, because I keep hearing that shit about Midwest nice, mm-hmm. right? And there's like uh, that uh, customer in the grocery store that bought us cookies. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my head, but I'm still like, but if we weren't in this particular setting with all these lights and we and like and we're also like this visually cis hetero couple, yeah, right. I'm, and then even the fact of me being a dark skinned man and Phoenix being light skinned is like even more respectable. Like mm. when you get to the nittiest of the gritty, take us outside that setting. Yeah, she's gonna well, be waving that Trump flag and wondering why these niggers are here. But also, the reason that she bought us cookies is because we're the good ones. Because we were responsible enough to get to go to a house showing. Oh yeah, we told her what <laughs> we were doing. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're acting right, mm-hmm. and it's clearly not in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, so like, and I still ate the cookies, you know, <laughs> but I tried to be British about it. I called them biscuits, make them a little more <laughs> respectable. That I'm eating biscuits, biscuits, a cuppa, huh. and a biscuit if you got it, and a cuppa. All right, ma'am, and uh, what else going on? That's do 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 do. And this one, I'm not following too heavily, though I should. Like, I haven't covered it on the show. But um, this is why we have the trigger warnings. A Louisville man accused of raping an eight-year-old black girl is currently the last headline I saw was that he's having his case dismissed and won't stand trial because he was found uh, mentally incompetent. Oh, that is such a bad headline then. So if he was found mentally incompetent, he's automatically going into a psych facility for an undetermined amount of time. Hmm. That headline makes it sound like he's just going to Okay. Out. And that's also why I wasn't covering it, because, like, Tariq Nasheed was the only person bringing the news headlines on it, and I'm funny style about Tariq's headlines. Yeah. So that, he, is, he is not on the street. Yeah, if you're deemed mentally incompetent that you can't, um, like, be held, like, go to trial for crimes you've allegedly committed, then they automatically put you into a psych facility. Hmm. So, yeah, like, that's very different than, all right. <laughs> okay. And um, not on this one, but I do have the, I have that IRS recovery rebate credit. I still have that saved. I think that was requested. Um, there is the self-driving Tesla that collided with a Michigan State uh, piggy vehicle um, after failing to move over. And that's just kind of what the cop car gets. Mm. Hey, Teslas don't take no for an answer. <laughs> Just saying, like, that cop car better quit playing. Mm-hmm. It was being fast. It was and, being fast. And, you know, Teslas are like, oh, you want to be fast? I'm faster. All right. These are all really hardcore references. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.